Steeped in a history stained with tragedy and restless souls, this house stands as a haunting testament to the tales of the past. It bears witness to heart-wrenching stories, stories of love and loss, joy and sorrow. Only two families have lived within these hallowed halls, but some may have forever made themselves at home in the Adams House. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. And my septum ring smells horrid. Oh, gross. Listen, people... Oh, I thought you were like going to have me listen to you turn it. Like, No, ugh, if you could hear me not. turning my septum ring, that's a whole other problem. <sighs> For those of you that have your nose... If you have your nostrils pierced, that's one kind of smell. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got my septum done back in January. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and she's stinky. Like, it's been six months now at this point. Mm-hmm. And... It's awful. It's really bad. And people warned me, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, my nose stinks. It's not the same. Yeah, I've had my nun since 2014, I think. And I don't really, really yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah, it's when I worked at um, a coffee shop. <laughs> and you could say it. <laughs> give me free coffee. Oh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, no, they I. They can afford it. That's your hint. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Give me that coffee for life, which isn't trademarked. <laughs> uh, anyway, I yeah, I got it done in like 2014. So it's been so long that I really don't remember. I do remember when it would get the crusties on it and mm, tur- like turn like through. Lights Ooh! flashing in your eye. Uh, Man, it's it bad. Hurts so bad. And the worst part is at the time that I worked at said coffee chain, they wouldn't allow you to have facial piercings. Mm-hmm. And now it's all like literally come in jeans and a t-shirt i had to wear dress pants and like a, a, black a whole uniform tr- yeah yeah yes or white black or who thought white was good for a coffee shop but mm. okay i've tried it a couple times i ended up with chocolate up my side one day i said never again yeah <laughs> well i i at the time they couldn't have facial piercings and so i had to tuck mine up and i remember when i got it done and my manager was like you can't have your septum in i said i have it tucked up and she literally turned her head and looked up my nose like at an angle that no one's going to look and she's like i can see it up there i said what are you doing exorcist like if a customer (laughs) is doing that to me that's a whole other problem her thing was the people in the drive-thru could probably see up my nose and i was like so i'll tell them it's a booger yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry i got it it's a condition (laughs) yeah you don't know squat lord anyway sorry for my banter no it's fine i was gonna say i actually don't know why i opened with the septum what i was gonna open with is i was telling you a little bit ago i listened to a local radio station lately when i don't feel like um pulling up any of my music mm-hmm. and they have this thing on there that's like guess the sound for money oh yeah i've never in my life that i can recall <laughs> have called into a radio station i haven't and uh-huh. i heard this sound and they start at they the the starting line when they start a new sound is a thousand dollars no i know i'm Dang. like it'd be nice to just throw away money like that uh they played the sound and i instantly i was like i know what that is i have five cats and a dog i know 
without a shadow of a doubt that that is a lint roller it just sounded like a like lint roller sound you see i was pretty good at it too (laughs) Uh, or i was like if it was anything else it's like wiping your like when you wake up in the morning and you've gone camping in a tent and you like wipe the dew off same sound same feeling Mm -hmm. i called into the radio station i did not get through spoilers dang the first time oh (laughs) so the thing is, my job requires me to work early, and they do it at, like, 8.30 and 9.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. So I miss it, you know, five days of the week. And they, I don't know, I was listening, and the, the, people missed it two days in a row. I tried calling, like, a freaking mad person, calling a million times. Didn't Acting get the, like uh, one crazy summer out here with the phone. <laughs> I, I guess. I've only Damn. seen that, like, one time. <gasps> I know. John Cusack? I've seen it before. I Well, no, I've probably seen it a number of times, but it's been a long time since I've oh seen it. Oh, my God. Okay, well, there's the side character, character, the uncle who just sits in an empty room with a phone and a chair and a desk, and he's waiting for them to say, caller number nine, and he picks up and starts calling because they're yeah. giving away a million dollars. I mean, that's pretty... Yes, that's how I felt. I called an obscene amount of times. It rang... A few times, and then it got to, like, we're sorry, your call could not be completed. I'm like, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Didn't get through. People made their guesses. They were wrong. The next day, I didn't have time to call, but they were wrong. And it it goes in increments of 500. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to hear the radio. Oh, no. I didn't get to hear the radio for, like, um, I don't know, two or three days. And I'm like, someone had because it was so easy to me i was like that i know that's what it is mm-hmm. and after not hearing the radio station for two days i was like i know someone probably already got it so i'm not gonna I'm just, whatever but i was curious i had the time of day where i could like put in my headphones and listen so i did and they're like all right with the with the we're now up to forty five hundred dollars no one has guessed it yet what? and they played it again and i told myself i'm like i'm not gonna call it hurt but i was like i wanted to sneak to the back and make the phone call and i was like someone told whoever i was working with like listen i can win several thousand dollars i'll give you a (laughs) hundred if you let me go back and well it wasn't even that something my thought process was because they don't recap for you my thought process was someone someone has guessed that answer by now because it was very clearly like in the ballpark Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna call i'm so mad you know where this is going i'm not gonna call because I want to hear what the answers are and see, like, mm-hmm. where we're going now. And they finished the call. I, as every minute passed, I was like, I should just call. I should just try. Like, why not just try? And they could embarrass me on the radio station and be like, no, you idiot. Someone's already guessed that four times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't because my social anxiety wouldn't let me. And they took, they're like, all right, well, let's talk to our first caller, Ashley, or something like that. Who's a nurse, by the way? She didn't need the extra money. Uh, <laughs> and, that's um, not necessarily true, but go on. I know everybody <laughs> needs extra money. Anyway, really long story short, she's like, I'm going to say, she's like, I've got a golden retriever, and it sounds like a lint roller. And tell me why this be one forty five hundred dollars Oh, my God. I about threw up. I was so mad. Listen, I knew it the first time it played. <sighs> that hurts. It did. Hearing her say lint roller, I was like, ooh, now we're about to find out. Like, my heart was going to be crushed if it was wrong because I had no other guesses except <laughs> maybe wiping a tent off. Uh-huh. Um, and when they're like, wouldn't you know it? And I said, wouldn't you know it? <laughs> I was so- <laughs> oh, my gosh. I felt my, my, my tummy dropped. I was so mad. 
Ah, Jesus. I'm clearly still broken up about it. This was like days ago at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't even... I don't know. It Sounds like a, it happened this morning. <laughs> happened right before we hit record, honestly. Dang. No, but that's my story of how my social anxiety lost me $4,500. Yeah. Um, I know. Lint roller. They're like, yeah, uh, you know, I could hear that. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, yeah, that's what we all thought. Except for all the callers that got through for a whole week straight. Like, what is... I wonder what they guessed. Do you remember the uh, the wrong guesses? Someone said a drone. What? Some I know. It was literally the... Like sound, uh-huh. it sounds like you wiped yourself twice. Someone said like a drone. Someone said a fidget toy. Um, I I truthfully can't remember many others, but I'm listening to them. I'm like, y'all are really not. I wonder if they're playing. Use your just to. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how in the world are you guys so bad at this? Someone <laughs> said an electric toothbrush. <laughs> Who changed the battery? <laughs> <laughs> Something else electric, you know what I'm saying? Why is it rhythmic like that? Oh, anyway, <laughs> I'm just mad. Listen, I could have had that money and paid off a small fraction of my debt, but here I am in more debt still. Mm-hmm. Ain't that just the way? It's so annoying. Well, welcome to our podcast where uh, we. Uh, that was a good opener, huh? Rant about what's hurting us today. <laughs> so, what oh, hurt I could, me? I could go on for hours. Um, my mother asked me for a specific picture of my child, so I was scrolling through my pictures to send one to her, and, uh, in doing so, I saw all these videos of Jordan that I took, you know, from when she was born up until present day, so I started with my most recent video and started going back in time, and I was like, oh, there's the first time she rolled over, oh, there's the first (laughs) time she laughed, and by the time I was done, I was, like, sobbing at my desk, (laughs) so, I mean, it's whatever, I have a one-year-old now. Yeah. Wild. She's so precious, I can't stand it. Oh my goodness. <sighs> so anyway. Well, anyway, <laughs> she got that cute aggression. I do. It, like, man, she makes me mad because she doesn't let me, like, squeeze the life out of her. So <laughs> I get really upset when she doesn't let me You hug just her. take it out on your cats. <clears throat> I, do. I do. But it's not in a loving way with the cats. You big monsters. Get them in a headlock. Yep. But that's what hurt me today. Okay. All right. I don't know. I just had to work today. The The sound thing happened days ago. I'm still reeling about it, but it's okay. Uh, I don't know what hurt me today. <laughs> I had to rush my brunch to get to work on time. That hurt pretty bad. Mm. I don't know. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what we're actually talking about today. Today. Not even close. No. I had no segues. This is all I got. Today, <laughs> we are discussing. We are in... South Dakota. Honestly, Woo-hoo. with a lot of the Western states, I'm like, meh. Like, no, no offense to any of them. I eventually would like to see all of them. But I'm like, it's Idaho. It's, you know, Montana. No, Montana's different. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just Idaho. But <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma. I don't know. South Dakota is, um, it seems like a very interesting place to me. Yeah. I feel like. It's old timey. I feel like they really like their old timey stuffs. So, do you hear that scary sound? Yeah, uh, I thought rumbling? it was a truck or something. I hope so. I turned the air off. I don't know. It was scary. It's like oh, it's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't make any noise. I'm like, it's like that. You know, it's like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ew, I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't want to say like a UFO because those we don't know what those sound like. It sounds like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god! All right, 
my god we're in south dakota you guys lord um, this is a bad one i'm so, tired again but now it's like the opposite problem of last time i can't shut up heck okay listen we i i picked a place that i was really dead set on it and i was certain that i saw haunted things about this place and i was like oh it's gonna be so cool let's when i started researching i, I thought it would be cool to, also because it was around the writer yeah, Laura Ingalls. Wow, my throat just did that. That, was, that was my throat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Laura Ingalls, who wrote Little House on the Prairie. and I thought it was Little Women. Whatever. She wrote something about <laughs> One little... One of those little things. Little something, something. And, little um, House on the Big Woods. Throwback. <laughs> Second grade. Ma. <laughs> oh, that was really the name of it? Yeah. I, I was thought you a... were like putting a bunch of like musicals together. No, I was in a play in second grade called Little House in the Big Woods. Wow, that hurt. I, I was ma- I was Ma. You were really like the leading had to lady. Rock the baby. I did. I had to rock the baby. My giant baby that was the same <laughs> age as me. Her name was Alicia. I can't remember her last name though. It was a real child. No. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh, I did have a fake baby. I'm saying I had an oldest child. No, you had a baby <laughs> doll. That's why I was like, you rocked one of the students. <laughs> i hope so (laughs) i wouldn't say her last name even if i could remember it but now it's really bugging me oh did she have long dark hair Mm -hmm. yeah i know who you're talking about okay you'll have to tell me later i don't know the last name okay i know who you're talking about okay (laughs) yeah laura we almost just the house that she lived in was apparently megan somehow came up with the idea that it was haunted i in my research I was, like, desperately trying to find... I'm like, I don't understand. And when I looked up, like, Ingalls House go- Ghost, I it came ghost. up with a bunch of things. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because it was talking about the uh, drama that is someone thinks that she had a ghost writer, that she didn't actually write these things. So that's what... If you look up ghosts in the Ingalls House, you're going to get a ton of hits, but it's because she's a lion. Oh, I don't know. Like... Th- that was I, my knee. I don't know. I was pretty sad, though. Uh, but we did pick a different place. And no, I don't watch the TV show. But I know there is a TV show called this. And we are in the city Deadwood, South Dakota. There's a TV show called Deadwood? Uh-huh. Is it set in, like, the South early Dakota? 1900s? No, I don't, uh, I, I don't uh, know. Is me. it about gold? The gold <laughs> rush? Deadwood. Oh, you don't have show. to actually look it up. I'm just saying because I think that was the big thing with South Dakota and the draw. I don't know if you're going to cover it in your history, but I'm gonna. Okay, okay. I'm gonna. All right, let's talk about Deadwood a little bit. The population of Deadwood. We're back to small towns. Yay! It's a population of 1,584 people. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. The median age here, she old is 48.6. F- <laughs> okay, yeah, that's old. Oh, all right. What'd you guess? Poverty rate? Oh, I don't know. You're wrong. It's 11.2%. I was going to say 12, you big b-hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm thinking if it's older people, they're probably retired or they're like, they own farmland. They just, mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty set. Yeah, it's 11.2%. So kind of on par. That's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, the median household income? Uh, 182 household income median household income oh 125 whoa it's forty one thousand six hundred fifty four. Huh? maybe i have no guys i don't make that that's kind of money, money they make. <laughs> i don't yes. can't make that kind of money that's really cheap though 
That's no, I'm saying that's how much money they make, not the house, how much the house costs. That's how much money I'm they bring aware. In. That's okay, not you were guessing a lot. they make 180,000 in household income. I don't know. Okay, well, clearly, we- I have no concept of money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought $4,500 is going to change my life. <laughs> It will change mine, <laughs> honestly. Okay, uh, the median property value. <laughs> Jesus, two fifty. No. What? It's one hundred sixty-two. Are you five hundred? <laughs> Didn't I say one eighty-two? You said one eighty-two was the household income. I thought these people were making money. Just They're just living off Social Security, bunch of mooches. Okay. Sorry, if South Dakota's listening, I'm so sorry. I'm just mad now. I'm taking my anger out on you. I'm dying. Okay, well, don't... <coughs> oh, gosh. I just had to get one strong one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so the racial breakdown of this town. White. Sorry, Not did I say that really white fast? as white as you'd think. How, what's your guess? 79%. 83.3. Woo-woo. Not bad. Right. Uh, multi-race. I went ahead and combined Hispanic and non-Hispanic and multi-racial because it's multi-racial. Mm-hmm. And so that brings it to a total of 9.16%. Okay. Hispanic is 3.09. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Indian and Alaska Native One is five. 2.97. Wow. I know. And then black and African-American is 1.52. Yeah. And then there were some like piddly percents. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I was a little surprised by the breakdown. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I don't think... I thought it was going to be super white. I don't know. I don't... The Hispanic and Native American, that all tracks to me. I guess. That's true. All right, so if you just Google Deadwood, South Dakota, this is the what Google says about it. Like, not a specific website. It just said source was Google. I said, you are correct. That's where I went. Mm-hmm. It says, Deadwood is a city in South Dakota known for its gold rush history. Mount Mariah Carey Cemetery. Uh-huh. I want to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> I am paying attention. <laughs> it's Mount Mariah Cemetery. I really thought. Was, I was like, wow, is that what they named her after? No, this is spelled M-O-R-I-A-H. Moira. Moriah. It's M-O-R-I-A-H. Moriah. Listen, when people spell things out loud, I suddenly become dyslexic. Like, I can't picture if someone's like, oh, my name is... My last name's Ingram. I N G R A M. I'm like, I don't. Huh? <laughs> uh, merchant. That's the last name I heard. I don't know. Like, oh my goodness. Okay. Mount Moriah Cemetery has the graves of Wild West figures like Wild Bill Hickok and mm-hmm. Calamity Jane. Yeah. Exhibits at the Adams Museum include a huge gold nugget and <laughs> a plus plusosaur. Pl- plesiosaur fossil i'm not real big into dinosaurs sorry listen i'm only bigger into dinosaurs because of animal crossing i'll be honest the 1892 historic adams house is a victorian mansion with original features south of town the george s s nicholson trail leads through the black hills national forest the end that's what google has to say thank you google so I'm going to give you a quick history of the town itself, and then I'm going to narrow it down to what we're actually here to talk about. I just want you to know that I didn't know, because you said Calamity Jane and Wild Bill Hickok, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if you were going to mention this other person, because in my research, I came across that as well. I don't know if he's buried there or not, but apparently someone that came out of Deadwood is the infamous Deadwood 
Potato Creek Johnny. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I do at, say their name, I'm but like how I don't. It says infamous, and this dude looks like the old prospect. Like, yeah, Tata Creek Johnny. Like he looked Jimmy Johnny. Johnny, yeah. Infamous. Look at that face. He's so sweet looking. He looks like he hands out potatoes to kids at Halloween. Like not in a mean way. Either. I'm saying like why infamous? Unless you're gonna get to it. No, I don't really get into him because I want to make sure I get to talk about uh, the location we're covering. Okay. So let me give you some history of Deadwood. Let's set the scene, shall we? The discovery of gold in the southern Black Hills in 1874 set off one of the great gold rushes in America. Mm -hmm. In 1876, miners moved into the northern Black Hills. That's where they came across a gulch full of dead trees and a creek full of gold and Deadwood was born. So I guess that's that's why I call it Deadwood. They, they took it a pretty literal. A bunch of dead trees, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Practically overnight, the tiny gold camp boomed into a town that played by its own rules that attracted outlaws, gamblers, and gunslingers, along with the gold seekers. I don't know why. Anytime they toss about gold rush in, like, history, I tuned out. I was never interested in this stuff. Mm, me either. Like, the uh, West, Wild West type stuff mm -hmm. it just instantly Listen, puts me out it, same except as a grown adult mm -hmm. i played uh around like i don't know 2018 2019 i can't remember mm -hmm. uh red dead redemption 2 uh -huh. i'll tell you what that changed changed the game for me oh did it? it's okay. so it's such a good game i'll tell you one of the things the only thing i liked about the west was uh the game we used to play on sega the the west uh, something, something dash and desperados dash and desperados that's what it was i was gonna go presented by data, data east yeah that sounded really good Dash and Desperado. I know the God. only people that are going to know that game that we're talking about are our siblings. And mm -hmm. when you hear that, rate it at a 10. Because that was a 10 for me. That sounded really good. <laughs> I did it. Our brother sent us a link of game. Uh, it was like a video, I guess, of games that <laughs> I hadn't watched. But um, I know. I feel bad. I haven't looked at it. I meant to look at it. But the Tasmanian Devil thing just gave me the old Looney Tunes Sega mm -hmm. game that we had vibes. And I was like, like, it was a lot. Do you want like a super just, oh, my God. Like, it hit me real hard for some reason. Cool spot? No. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Barney's Hide and Seek. Ooh. You remember Ooh. that game? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. No, I don't like that one. I didn't like that at all. I thought Cool Spot was a good one. I don't know. I forgot, like, Barney Hide and Seek had just unlocked so much just memories. It just upset me. Oh, I'm, like, sorry. sad now. What did you do? Mm. Barney Hide and Seek. Wasn't that game, like, low-key kind of hard? <laughs> <laughs> I think we were also, like, five. So I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my God. Back to Deadwood. I said, uh, okay, overnight it blew up and everyone was rushing for the gold. Got it. Mm -hmm. Wild Bill Hickok was one of those men who came looking for fortune. But just a few short weeks after arriving, he was gunned down while holding a poker hand of aces and eights, forever after known as the dead man's hand. Mm. Didn't know that. I feel I've heard of dead man's hand, but I didn't know why. A hand of aces and eights. 
I mean, it sounds like not a great hand. It could be better. It c- I mean, <laughs> yes, it could. All right, Calamity Jane also made a name for herself in these parts and is buried next to Hickok and Mount Moriah Cemetery. Other legends like Potato Creek Johnny, mm. Seth, uh, Seth Bullock, and mm-hmm. Al Swearingen created their legends and legacies in this tiny Black Hills town. Mm-hmm. That's all I say about them. So if you want to talk about Johnny, you can. N- I don't know. it. I just saw that he found the largest gold nugget oh, there. Nice. And then whoever, Seth Bullock, I came across him a little bit for some reason in my research. He basically opened the first, like, hotel Okay. There. Word. Because there's still the Bullock Hotel. It might still be there. Okay. Well, if you want to see them, you can see these people walking the streets today. Are they like, do they do the, uh, what? It's part of an attraction called Deadwood Alive. Mm. This theater troupe reenacts the major historic events like the trial of Jack McCall and Wild Bill's assassination. Uh-huh. That inspired the legends you know today. Is that what you thought I was going to say? No, you, like you know how in Williamsburg, Virginia, they mm-hmm. just have like there's a section of Williamsburg that is just it is the same today or as much of the same today as they can mm-hmm. as it was like hundreds of years ago, 1700s, 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um they're just reenactors, but they're like living. Some people live in the houses and stuff there. Oh, no. it's wild! It's really cool. Like nothing. It's not. There are hours for things, but there mm-hmm. are just always people in. Co- if you're in Williamsburg, they're always in character. So, so they choose to live in that time. Kind of, yeah. I'm mm, sure a lot. Thing. A lot of them do leave and like go live quote unquote normal lives, but there are mm-hmm. some people who actually live in the houses. Mm-hmm. Well, today, Deadwood is booming once again. You can find modern-day casinos, resort hotels, full-service spas, big-name concerts, and some of the best parties in the Uti- entire United States. Wow. This comes from Deadwood's website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come walk in the footsteps of our legends and make history in Deadwood. We've been entertaining guests since 1876. All right, so I want to talk about a particular individual because if you noticed when you do a Google search, I literally just typed Deadwood, South Dakota, and it was like, hey, there's this place called the Adams House, and so obviously it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about where's the Adams House come from? Yeah, let's. All right, so there was a guy. His name is W.E. Adams. Mm -hmm. When thinking of legendary people that helped shape Deadwood, one typically conjures an image of Wild Bill, Calamity Jane, or perhaps Seth Bullock. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. While these personalities are integral to the history of the area, another man arguably created a more tangible, lasting legacy for the city of Deadwood and the surrounding Black Hills. This man was W.E. Adams. The name behind the Adams Museum, the historic Adams House, and the Homestake Adams Research and Cultural Center. Sounds wow. like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Let's find out if that's true. Okay. Despite the name having such a dominant presence today, many are left wondering, who is W.E. Adams? I cannot, <laughs> I, I've always wondered. <laughs> I can't remember what website I got this from. I think it's also from Deadwood website. Web. 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 At the age of 23, William Emery Adams and his older brother James came to Deadwood in 1877, so a year after it was founded. Together, the two built and operated a grocery store on Main Street, originally called Banner Grocery. There was a fire in 1879 that destroyed the building, though, and they soon rebuilt it and they were back in business again. 
that's I mean, all right, good for you guys. Mm-hmm. W.E. married Alice Burnham. Burnham. I don't know why I said Burnham. <laughs> I don't know. And it's actually Burnham. I said it wrong. But it's okay. And he married her in 1880. And together they had two daughters, Lucille, born in 84, and Helen, born in 92. 1892, I should say. With a... With a... Burg... How do you say this word? Bourgeois? No! I was like, what did you you yell? I'm laughing because I don't know how... I keep saying the same word but it's not right after having a booming business let's just say that uh, we was able to provide a happy and comfortable lifestyle for his wife and well children. now i need to know spell it slow i'm gonna feel stupid i think it's because i'm tired b-u-r mm-hmm. g-e-o-n-i-n-g burgeoning burgeoning burgia i well that's what i heard in my head again i told you i asked you to spell to the person who can't see when you spell jesus okay which that sounds not good but i guess it's good it was good he was able to provide a comfortable life for his family the adams changed residence in deadwood several times each time moving into a larger and more elegant home i mean that's the american dream Mm mm-hmm in 1894, he built a new store on Sherman Street that eventually reached four stories and occupied an entire block. Good boy. Okay. This building came known became known as Adams Block Building. Just really on the Casual. nose. Adams focused less on retail and more on wholesale, creating one of the largest wholesale houses in the state. Aside from having a successful business, he also had a great impact on the community. He served six six terms as mayor making great improvements to the city's economy so he's a good guy i I see nothing wrong so far Mm -hmm. he was very involved in the chamber of commerce and the days of the 76 celebration which began in 1924 which i mean the city was founded in 1876 so oh i was like has it was it 76 years old no it's called the days of 76 celebration yeah anyway There is no doubt that he is one of the largest contributors to the townspeople of Deadwood, and his gift of the Adams Museum was a big contribution in 1930. He financed the purchase of an, a lot and the construction of the building. He chose an apt location directly across the street from the Adams Block building, so he's just swallowing up the town. Mm-hmm. W.E. also had a personal reason driving his desire to build the museum. He felt that it was a perfect way to honor his first wife and two daughters who all passed away prior to 1930. Just a casual, just, we're going to just throw that in there casually. Yeah. I'll tell you how. Adam's legacy is perhaps best surmised with the dedication found on the family's mausoleum, quote, a philanthropist and a friend to all mankind, and through whose generosity Adams Memorial Hall was erected in Deadwood, South Dakota, and dedicated to the pioneers of the Black Hills of South Dakota. Now, let's talk about the Adams House. Okay. I'll run through this quickly, because I so far I'm not seeing what's supposed to make this place haunted, but there's got to be something going on. Yeah. Because it kept popping up everywhere. Let's see. So we said that the house was built in 1892, and it said it was built by Deadwood Pioneers Harris and Anna Franklin. So mm-hmm. I, I'm confused. So Adams hired them to build this house, I guess. 
Anyway, local contemporary press described the home as, quote, the grandest house west of the Mississippi. The elegant Queen Anne-style house herald a wealthy and socially prominent new age for Deadwood, a former rough-and-tumble gold-mining town. Influential business leaders of Deadwood often gathered for dinner in the Adams House dining room to enjoy an evening meal and discuss the day's current events. Guests would be treated to fine dining on a table set with monogrammed silverware, 18 karat gold charger plates, and crystal wine glasses. We spare no expense in this house. No. The food was superior, the room was opulent, and the conversations were lively. It was a grand way to pass the evening. It has been said that the parlor was the most important room in any Victorian home. Yes. Indeed. The parlor at the historic Adams House was no exception, with a cozy fireplace, a beautifully sturdy upright piano, and a Victrola that played all genre of recordings. What's a Victrola? It's like a... Is it like one of those with like a gramophone kind of? Yeah, it's 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 a record player, but like an automatic record play. Yeah. Okay. That I mean, that's what I I, I know I can picture it, and I'm doing such a terrible job explaining it. But yeah, it's a it's a music player. I'm gonna find a picture of it and post it. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those big long. I don't. Yeah, I'll find just, a picture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they played all kinds of music, and the parlor assured that guests were surrounded by the best when they called upon the occupants of this lovely home. And that's what I have on the Adams house. I really didn't want to touch anything haunted. And so I thought maybe these uh, different descriptions that I would find would might they might allude to the hauntings, but that doesn't appear to be so. Uh, So I'm curious, like I'm genuinely curious why everyone thinks this place is haunted, because it seems like a lot of people think it is. Well, there are a couple of things that you missed and that would help explain why. Okay. Well, I'll, I will say this is the weirdest. It was hard to find the history on this place because I would search it and every website gave me the same really short description. They're like, W.E. Adams, he was a pretty cool dude. He kind of helped set this town up. It's like, okay anything else like that's I had to actually do some digging to even get the information that I got because everyone provided so little see I got a lot of my information I'm having to look up some stuff to verify but Mm -hmm. a lot of my information is going to come from one website and from videos that I watched and sort of a compilation of all of that Mm -hmm. so when you said you're the Franklins it's funny that you're just like uh, whoever the Franklins are might have built the house for the for the hair or the for Adams. the Adams. The Harris. I know. <laughs> Me. <laughs> well, that is not correct. It actually okay. was the Franklin. So first owners, Harris and Anna Franklin, were rich, and they wanted a house that showed it, the arrival of the railroad, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the Fishers, the, what? Franklins. I cannot get my life <laughs> together. The Franklins had the house built first, and they had it okay. built in, let's see, it's a Queen Anne-style home built in 1892. Mm-hmm. A Chicago architect designed the home with central, oh yeah, no, I am going to go, I just pulled this up just to remind myself, but I am going to go ahead and read this little quip, because there are some things to note about this house and why it was so grand. Okay. Uh, so first owners, Harrison and Anna Franklin were rich. They wanted a house that showed it. The arrival of the railroad in Deadwood made it feasible for them to build the extravagant Queen Anne style home in 1892. A Chicago architect designed the home with, cent- keep in mind, 1892, mm-hmm. designed it with central heating, hot and cold running water and electrical lights. 
Okay. Wow. So they, and of course, I feel like there's always, these locations always seem to have this, the, it was like the first of its kind, like nobody mm-hmm. really had this stuff. So it was the first house like that. Okay. Sorry. There's the burp. You're yeah. burping. <laughs> I, dang it. It came. Well, anyway, <sighs> um, blah, blah, blah. servants could be summoned. Oh yeah. They also had bells throughout the house to summon servants. Okay. Uh, servants could be summoned by electrical bells and the family could even communicate by telephone within the house. Hmm. It kind of made me think of, uh, Oh, what was the show? I've started it. Was it Downton Abbey? Where yeah, I was going to say it's given the Downton very Abbey, first episode. Go ahead and watch Downton Abbey. It's I will a good try one. Yeah, again yeah. for like the fourth time. Let's see. I didn't know. I'm kind of sad that I pulled this up just on a whim because I like the information it's giving. So hold on to your butts. Bear with me. Oh, after okay. so after Anna died in 1901, so mm-hmm. she only made it nine years after the house was built. Harris sold the house to his son for. One dollar. Okay, yes. I do remember coming across this. Why did I not include that? And the son only had it for 19 years. He s- then he sold it to W.E. and Alice Adams. Okay. And he was a wealthy realtor, wholesale grocer, six-time mayor of Deadwood. You talked about all of this. Yep. Uh, and I'm So gonna... Alice must be the second wife because I don't believe that was his first wife's name. I, I, Helen was the daughter. I don't remember. And it, but... So... Uh, the fir- his first wife was, uh, ooh, what the heck is her name? I know, I just Alice. No, her his first wife was Alice. The second wife is Mary. I'm oh, gonna okay. get into it now. So all of this information is actually coming from literally this history, and the experiences are coming from. I eventually, like, you know, rabbit hole down to just this one. I watched a whole bunch of videos. It always kept referencing Black Hills Paranormal Investigators. Okay, and surprise, they have a website. That is really, like, pretty well put together, so it gave me all the information that I needed, thankfully, on this one location. So, because every, every uh, investigation and interview that I found about this place always uh, interviewed them. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to the source. And it worked. So, now I'm going to read from their website. The historic Adams House Museum, located at 22 Van Buren Street, was built by Deadwood entrepreneur Harris Franklin in 1892. We know all of this. He sold it to his son, Nathan, for a dollar. In 1920, Adams bought the home. Adams and his brother arrived in Deadwood in 1877. Adams tried his hand at gold mining while his brother opened the grocery store. Okay. And Adams found gold mining was not working out and went into business with his brother. Uh, Adams eventually took over the business and grew it into a successful grocery wholesale business. W.E. Adams became one of the richest men in Deadwood, but tragedy struck and his wife, Alice, was diagnosed with cancer and traveled to Cal, but she had been diagnosed, but traveled to California to be with their daughter Helen, who was about to give birth. Mm-hmm. While there, Alice passed away. The stress caused Helen to go into premature labor. Uh, she gave birth to a girl, but the stress the stress was too much for her, and Helen died. Oh no! Uh, the baby, also named Helen, lived for only a few hours. Oh my God! <laughs> w. E. Adams had lost his family in less than forty-eight hours. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I like how it just skimmed over that. Well, I remember reading this, and I'm really confused why I left it out. <laughs> don't know. I don't know if it's because I saw the paranormal and I said, uh-oh, and I like backed off the website or something. I don't know. Possibly, but that gives, you know, a better explanation for like a hurt spirit. Yeah. 
A couple years later, Adams met Mary Mastrovich Visich. Uh, mm-hmm. What a name. Yep. Mary Mastrovich Visich. That's what I got. And they were married. Yay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this I read this sentence so weird the first time. It is just a weird sentence. This coupling started tongues wagging in the Deadwood and lead communities are in and Deadwood and lead communities. I guess lead is another place around there. Um, um, in the, so it got people talking. Yes. That's all you had to say. And people were talking because Adams at the time was 73. Mary was only 29. All right, Al Pacino. Yes. Thank you. Did we just talk about this? Yes. Yucky. God. Uh, W.E. Adams had become a rich man over the years, and he saw the need to give back to the community that had given him so much, he donated the money to the museum that you talked about. Mm-hmm. On June 7th, 1934, W.E. Adams suffered a stroke. He was brought to his home where he died on June 16th, 1934. All right. I knew there were bodies in this house. Mm -hmm. His body lay in state in the museum and was instrumental in having built and later buried in the family plot in Pasadena, California. Adams left his wife, Mary, the home, but she could not find herself living alone in the home, so she closed the house up and moved to California. Uh, Every year she would travel back to Deadwood, but she would never stay in the home. Instead, she elected to stay at the Franklin Hotel. When asked why she would never stay in the home, Mary claimed it was haunted. Whether this was a clever plan devised by Mary to keep trespassers away or not, it seemed to work, and the home remained... That is such a bad word to use. The home remained untouched until she sold the home in 1987. Dang, Mary. Yeah, so she had zero plans. She moved out... Uh, let's see. So he died in 34. Let's be generous and say she didn't move out till 35. Uh-huh. So it sat vacant, vacant for, uh, 52 years. Yeah. 52 years. She kept the house in her possession, but didn't do anything with it. I'm curious what you, word they use now. You can like this, zoom in and show me. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's not that awful. I don't want, like, this isn't worthy of a trigger warning, I don't think. I apologize. This is a really it's okay. poor, poor poor choice of your word to use for this, but they said the home remained unmolested. Oh. I don't like when that. When was that written? Uh, this is not... I There actually isn't a date to it, but I feel like this cannot be that old. Well, if they... Okay. I'm wondering if they didn't pull this from newspapers and stuff though because like the tongue wagging thing that's an that's odd, odd phrase to use that's true that's true so this could be an older older source they've pulled this from well anyway mary obviously um jeez ah, louise <laughs> every you burp i kick my stand it wouldn't be an episode without it one <laughs> of these days i'll have a room set up we've been doing this for how long and i'm like i'm gonna have a music room <sighs> i just like tore it down to the studs earlier this year oh i haven't even seen it since you've done that oh it's just a hot it's a hot mess so (laughs) okay (laughs) um yeah and i'm also working on a setup at my house so maybe we don't have to like burden each other with going to each other's house or going to your Uh, house i don't know whatever i have a vacation coming up and it's gonna be mostly a staycation so i would i would love that um at the time so anyway she was tight-fisted on the house she didn't want to stay she didn't like it but she also didn't want to sell it it took her over five decades to do so at the time the house was turned in 1987 when it was sold it was turned into a bed and breakfast no, of course. Uh, in 92 the city of deadwood purchased the home and continued running it as a bnb until 95 
The home was left in disrepair, and in 1998, the city decided to restore the home, and in 2000, the Adams House opened to the public as a museum. Okay. There's your background on why it might be a little bit creepy. I think it gives you some a little bit more to go off of. Sorry I couldn't just like give that to you, but whatever. No, it's fine. So here is the evidence that they have compiled between stories that have been told to them and things that they have found personally. So this is what I say, the Black Hills Paranormal Investigators, shortened to BHPI. And I'm just going to say like Bippy. I don't <laughs> oh, know. okay. So, Bippy was contacted by Mary Kopko, executive director of Deadwood History, who told us that staff and guests were experiencing paranormal activity in the historic Adams House and Museum. Kopko told us that she has also witnessed firsthand this activity and believes she has actually seen W.D. Adams' apparition apparition in the house. Mm-hmm. W.E. Adams. What did I say? W.D.? Yeah. W.D. 40. I, it's, <laughs> D-W. I can't help it. Oh, gosh. Hey. <laughs> what a wonderful kind of... Right, something like that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kopko Kopko said she came to work for Deadwood History in the capacity as Adams Museum and House Director in 1995. She happened to live next door to the Adams House and on several occasions noticed lights on in the house after it had been closed for the night. She would enter the home and ensure no one was in the house and turn off the lights and then send messages to staff in the home to be more diligent in turning off the lights. The staff claimed that every light was turned off and they had no explanation as to why the lights were still on. Kopko told us on one occasion she was looking out a window towards the Adams house and she saw a shadow of a tall, thin man pacing Mm. back and forth in front of an upstairs window. No, thank you. (laughs) She said that the home was closed at the time and no one should have been in the house. She told us she knew she had... She knew she should call the police, but her son told her... Keep in mind, I don't know how old her son is. No, Mom, that's just Mr. Adams. He likes you. <laughs> okay. Y- yucky. My I'm son assuming is a 40. small child. Yeah, my son is 45. <laughs> Copco said she entered the house but found no one there. She told us all the told us all of the doors and windows were locked. Copco also told us about a claim she heard from an employee of the house when it was a bed and breakfast. This employee told her that she was standing out back smoking when she turned to see a tall, older gentleman staring at her. The employee said she turned to put out her cigarette, and when she turned back, the man was gone. Of course he was. (laughs) Copco said the employee didn't think anything of the incident until she saw a picture of W.D. Adams and realized that was the man that she saw. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. We spoke with the curator, Haley Chambers, who admitted that she had had some interesting experiences in the house. Chambers said she spends a lot of time in the home cleaning and restoring artifacts. On several occasions, she claimed she would hear what sounded like several people speaking in different parts of the home. (laughs) I just don't... (laughs) It's one thing if it's all coming from, like, the parlor or something, but to be coming from different directions, Mm -hmm. like, get out. Actually get out. (laughs) Which, this, a side note that has almost absolutely nothing to do with this, uh, we've talked about before... Exploding head syndrome, right? Yes. And Maddie has that. Like, she says she's had it. I don't really have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, for you, is there, like, a baseline noise that's happening? It. I haven't had it in a long time, uh, so it's hard to remember. I just know a lot of the times it would happen as I'm going to sleep. So right. Well, it's I hard hope, to tell. I just don't know if I, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. I don't know if it's, like, 
her at rest just on a random Tuesday or all the time. But basically, she doesn't see images in her head, but she hears voices a lot. Like, she hears... She has a narrator, but, like, a constant narrator. Like, uh-huh. I guess it's not the exploding head syndrome then. I think it's just all the time that she said it just always sounds like... So, we watched The Shining recently, right? Okay. And when he is having his hallucination in the in the gold room. I can't remember. Where there's, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Have you seen The Shining? Yes. Okay, I don't know why I thought you didn't. Um, stop. When he goes up, when he goes up to talk to the bartender and there's like the dull roar of people talking. Uh-huh. Without we haven't talked about this in a long time without missing a beat, she was like, "That's what I hear, by the way." I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Just that low rumble of people just talking is what she hears like constant kind of." Has she ever had her ears checked or cleaned? (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, there could be something sitting on her eardrum. Yucky. Well, I can make, like, the roaring sound in my ears. Yes. And apparently not everybody can do that. Yeah. There's, like, a muscle you can contract in your ear, and it makes it sound like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. To me, it uh, sounds like I'm underwater. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess not everybody can do it. But I don't know if she, if she said that's happening when she's trying to go to sleep or if it happens all the time. For some reason, I feel like it's when she's going to sleep. It just sounds like she's in a room of people talking. Like, she can't hear any specific conversations, but it's just this low mumble of people all the time. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. That's what it reminded me of when I was reading this. No, anyway, mine was more startling because I feel like it's when I would finally get to relax and I'd be closing my eyes and go to sleep, I would hear like a woman scream. Or like a car ear, crash. Or a car crash. And I would bolt up out of bed like, why the second I close my eyes? Like, yeah. why? Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. I, I Not that I recall. Anyway, Mm -hmm. she would hear what sounded like several people speaking in different parts of the home. When she would go investigate, she would hear the talking coming from... So she would say she would hear it in the parlor. She would go to the the parlor. And then when she would go to that part, the coming... The coming... The talking would start coming from another part of the home. Mm. Uh, Other times, she would get the feeling she was being watched. We like that. (sighs) That's the worst. That's the most unsettling feeling. Mm -hmm. Chambers told us that when she would close at night, she would walk through the house and turn off all the lights and lock up the house. She said the next morning she would get emails from Copco telling her to make sure she turned off the lights because she would have to come to the house and turn them off herself. Chambers said she knew she turned off the lights but could not figure out what was going on. Chambers said one night she turned off all the lights, locked up the house, and was standing outside waiting for her ride. She said she started taking pictures of the house and when she came to... uh started taking pictures of the house and when she came to work the next morning copco had sent her another message that the lights were on in the home and chambers said she checked her pictures to prove that the lights were off like i don't Mm -hmm. know if she was necessarily doing it as proof maybe if she had received enough emails right but she took those pictures and she was like why'd you leave the lights on and she's like b i got receipts and showed her the pictures depending on when what year this is this is happening i would do like a walkthrough with of taking a video and say it is whatever day june whatever well it said she was i can't remember if this was the person who started it when it was a bed and breakfast but even if she did we're at a point where she was taking pictures it doesn't say on a phone let's see she started taking pictures of the house so i don't know if it was on a phone or on a camera but at the very earliest it would have been would be 95 because of email. 
Well, wait, no, that's true, too. So let's think early 2000s. Mm -hmm. I don't know. On another occasion, this do uh, this docent told docent? us... Docent? What is that? A docent? Yeah. Is like uh, the museum, the head person. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. See, now <laughs> you knew. So usually I know these things. I don't know. Yeah, they're like the know-it-all at the museum. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Well, the docent told us he was giving a tour and was upstairs. The people on the tour walked into the turret bedroom and asked him how he managed to arrange the rocking chair to move. Mm. He, he told us he entered the room and the rocking chair across the room was rocking back and forth. As they all watched, the rocking chair suddenly stopped rocking, as if someone had reached out and stopped its movement. <laughs> he had no explanation as to how this could have happened. After hearing the claims of activity, Bippy conducted several <laughs> investigations at the Adams house. During each investigation, we conducted... They're speaking in the we because it's their website. The royal we. <laughs> the royal we. During each investigation we conducted, we experienced what sounded like talking coming from upstairs. We proceeded upstairs to locate the voices, but once upstairs, it sounded like the voices were downstairs. Great. We contacted our command center to determine if someone was outside the house talking. We learned no one was around the house. On another occasion, we were walking up the steps from the kitchen to the second floor when an investigator heard footsteps coming up the stairs behind him. He turned to find no one on the stairs. The investigator, yeah. Yeah, the invest the investigator had a video camera and on playback you can clearly hear what sounds like three footsteps on the audio. We were unable to debunk this experience and found it compelling since a docent experienced the same thing on these very steps. I think the only thing worse would be if you heard the footsteps, stopped and turned around to see if someone was following you, and the footsteps kept coming and, like, threw you past you. <laughs> that uh -uh. would suck. Uh, during one investigation, three investigators were in the library room when they all heard whistling. One of the investigators whistled back, and they were all surprised when they heard a whistled reply. <laughs> I would have been like, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Quit whistling. After our investigations, we analyzed our evidence and we obtained several interesting EVPs. Based on the history of reported paranormal activity and in our captured evidence, we do believe the historic Adams House and Museum is para paranormally active. Wow. <laughs> and then they actually gave some, like, here's the EVP of the door closing. I'm not going to play them up against the mic like we do sometimes because I'll be honest, I did listen to these, especially this whistle one. Mm-hmm. I can't hear it. I can hear him whistle perfectly fine. And then it's just silence. And you hear them all go, I heard that. And I was like, well, that makes one of us. Because I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's uh, only dogs can hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. This one, they're all very quiet. Like, they're, you can hear them except for that one I can't hear. But you can hear the others. I'm just not going to do it over here because I feel like it'll just get weird and muddled. Okay. Uh, but there's here they captured a female humming. Mm. Or we, sh someone with a higher pitched voice humming. Who knows? Yeah, uh, could have been a child. It could have been. Oh well, this one actually. I'll try to play this one because it is a little bit louder. But this is an issue, like not an issue, but sort of uh, an experience that we had, where it says smoking. It's in the smoking room, mm -hmm. and there you can hear a child's voice over the top of our investigator's voice. Okay. So they're talking, and you hear. What sounds like a child's voice coming over the top, but that's so hard to like explain. Explain to people unless you have the video evidence evidence to back up the 
audio evidence and blah blah blah. I'll see if this plays okay. Right. Go. It's quick. Like I'll yeah, turn it up a little it. bit louder, but I'll do it one more time. Uh, here we go. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that. so it's just a little kid somehow talking over them, and then actually they do have here that video that he talked about of the guy walking up the stairs and the steps follow after him. Uh huh. I have that video here. So, uh, well, I mean, I guess without the video, it doesn't help. I'll maybe just put a link to it in our post or on the website or something, but I'll show Megan after this. But just, I guess here, it's tw- 20 whole seconds long. I lied. I am going to go ahead and play oh, okay. it. Listen, I can't, I can't ever commit. He stopped walking. Mm-hmm. Stops. And they're walking faster than him. Yeah, it's you like, hear him doom, go, doom, 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 and then you hear, dum, 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 dum. And then it's like, when he turns around, it it freezes, freezes up. yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then I will say, a bit of evidence that they didn't have on there, I, again, who knows when this uh, account was written on their website, but, because it sounds like they do this all the time. Actually, if you look it up, they have more investigations coming up in October. They do this pretty Ooh. regularly. Uh-huh. Uh, But they said there was one time, so there was apparently a fire that started in the smoking room. Mm. I could, I could hardly guess why. Um, But they didn't know that until they learned the history on the tour of the building. And apparently during one of their investigations, they all heard, like when you listen, when they were doing an EVP session in the smoking room, you hear what sounds like a woman's voice coming through, but, like, muffled, mm-hmm. just screaming fire. Oh. She just, like, yells really long fire. Mm. And they're like, had we not... Like, obviously, that was compelling enough out on its own, but had they not... Knowing, knowing the history, it makes it that much more, like, what in the world. Right. But, yeah, they... Either they were in the smoking room or near the smoking room when on a voice recorder you hear a woman scream fire. See, that's, it's very pointed. It reminds me of when I did the experience for, oh shoot, I can't remember where it was, but when they said something about President uh, Washington, and they said, do you mean George Washington? Oh, yeah. Well, it just said George Washington, like a question. Yeah, I can't remember the place either, unfortunately, but. Yeah, that's like super compelling just because of. Of all the things it could have said, kind of like this EVP, of all the things it could have said, we've never gotten the word fire. Just yeah, no. Casually. Yeah. So there are, there are probably other little, like, of, of course, people have like, uh, they see out like apparitions of people, they hear footsteps, like everything that was explained, there's the little things, but those were this investigative group's specific experiences mm-hmm. on their website so yeah that's cool you know this one wasn't too bad i was like, no i like i did like it i don't know i fe- i feel weird saying like it all sort of starts to sound the same after a while but it doesn't i feel like maybe it's different because we're researching it and reading it but to me even though it's always someone saw something someone heard something someone smelled something so what mm-hmm. um 
I don't know. I think they're all really interesting. I thought this one was pretty interesting. Yeah. No, I did too. That's what I, again, there were a couple other places I had looked at potentially one to cover the Ingalls house being one of them. Darn you. There was another one that I'm Uh, curious. Not your turn. Yeah. Um, I was curious if that uh, paranormal group, Bippy, also (laughs) investigated this place because something that kept popping up but I could find zero information on was the Gold Nugget Casino. That sounds familiar. I know this is silly, Ghost Adventures. I know they've done a casino in the past, but I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was that one. They did the Wax Museum, which, like, would be creepy enough on its right. own in the dark without thinking it was haunted. It would just be me sitting in the same spot crying eight hours later when right. they come to open the door. Right. Like, I couldn't move. Yeah. No, I I vividly remember. I'm pretty sure they did the wax museum or, like, a wax museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had, like, a casino in it. Maybe this is just a fever dream and I'm making it up. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's South Dakota. That was fun. Um, wow. <laughs> yes, I liked it. I liked it. It was interesting. Like I said, I didn't, I was never really big on like Western history and the gold rush. That's Which is funny because like, that's the US history. That's our history. Like something that we probably should have paid attention to. But it's I'm like, blurry. yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I would rather listen to like history all over the world. And then we get to us and I'm like, snooze fest. It is like. Man, I lived it. No, not <laughs> really. I, did. I didn't. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This was good. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected like coal miners and stuff. And Yeah, but it was still good. I liked it. Um, that is really unfortunate about W.E. Adams' family. Yeah, that sucks. W.E. Adams. Anyway, next week we're going to be in a closer to home any guesses are we still in the s's no no we d- we're done with those your s t is not utah tennessee <laughs> Woo! t utah did you really because i didn't think there was a t state and now i'm really feeling dumb because there's, there's at couple. least two <laughs> a pretty big one probably the biggest one in the country i don't know what is wrong with me but we're going to tennessee not texas goodness sakes Ugh. maybe we'll travel to tennessee no we'd have Let, to do that this we week. were literally looking up haunted places recently i'm like that one's just in new york that one's just <laughs> i know but tennessee like, actually is like a day trip well we it's the midwest y'all when i say a day trip i mean it's like bare minimum six hour drive i'm like let's go i it honestly if i see that something is within six hours i'm like we could do that we could totally do that <laughs> we'll wake up at 5 a.m <laughs> yes well, actually we don't noon. sleep somebody doesn't somebody sleeps during the day so they can be up at night and everyone else sleeps in the the car on the drive yeah it's usually me but that's okay done that so many times i know i don't know maybe it's a universal thing speaking of sleep this is needs to stop being the norm (laughs) i know it is so late right now (sighs) it's late i'm gonna go um take a nap and by like an eight hour nap not even eight hours i don't want to talk about how please don't okay (laughs) Okay, that's all. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. 
Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsothesaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.